0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Glad to be with you as uh, we're going to talk a little Chattanooga tennis this week. We've got men's coach Chuck Mersbacher. He's going to be with us coming up a little bit later on. But first, we're going to lead things off with women's tennis coach Chad Camper. They had a fantastic season this year, and uh, he's going to fill you in, give you the details on how things went for Chattanooga's women's tennis. Here's our conversation with coach Chad Camper. Coach, it's always good when we get to spend a few minutes with you. Let's talk a little bit kind of, um, of how your season went. Um, I know it's been a little while since, uh, since we last got together, kind of take us through this, this season and and how it went for you guys. Yeah. The ladies had a great season.
1: Um, you know, we came out strong in the beginning of the year with some good wins and, and, you know, one thing about here at Chattanooga, you got to be good in the heat. You got to be good inside and you got to be good in the cold and then you got to be good in the heat again. So the girls did a great job of transition throughout the season. And, uh, I, I feel like that's the, the best uh, season I've had here at Chattanooga and probably the best team I've had in my career. So it was a lot of exciting things going forward.
0: How close to being, and I, I think you and I have talked about this a little bit before, but did it start to feel a little more normal this year in terms of, you know, how you traveled and, and, and the events that you guys participated in?
1: I felt it was pretty motivating throughout the year. You're right; like just traveling got a little bit easier—not not cheaper, unfortunately, with our economy—but definitely easier getting around and getting to tournaments. And I think things, yes, back to normal was refreshing, not obviously for us coaches, but definitely for the players. And and hopefully we can start, you know, next fall and be completely, you know, back to back to normal.
0: You know, you guys hit a streak there in in early March where it seemed like you guys really came together and, and started playing well. Uh, did you realize there was a change in the team? Did you see something different? Kind of what happened, uh, to you guys through the month of March? It was good to you.
1: Yeah, it was really good. I think we made a good adjustment getting outside and from playing inside to playing outside, made a good adjustment, but even our losses, uh, we're really close losses. We had some chances, and I think the team walked away knowing if we just did this and this a little bit better, maybe we'd get a shot. And then we went on a nice run, and and just I think the freshman really stepped up. I mean, Nicole Abel had an amazing season, and, and Coco Bossman out of the Netherlands, a freshman who played you know six for us, just really turned it up at the end. And and the, I think the other players can feel that kind of rock, knowing you know, they're they're kind of getting it done on the court and getting it done fast, and that really
0: helped us. It, it, how big is the difference from going from playing indoor to playing outdoor? Is it, is it significant? Yeah, it's just the points
1: uh, indoor the courts are faster. Uh, so the points tend to be shorter and, and kind of like whoever can hit bigger tends to win the points, but with outside, you got the wind, you got the sun, it's just slower. You got to be a little more patient. And I, most programs struggle from going from indoor to out and we're no exception, but we, we were able to get it done fast and make those changes. And the girls really stepped up.
0: So I know you talked a little bit about, um, some of the, um, you've mentioned some of your, your girls already, but, uh, let me ask you who made the, who made the biggest jump, where did you see improvement and who did you see improvement from this year?
1: yeah, I would say when it comes to just improvement was Coco Bossman. I mean, she uh, you know played the sixth spot, had kind of a tough fall. She lost a lot of really, really close matches and just couldn't get the confidence going. And again, her and Callie Billman at the three double spot just put on a show. and every day they just even when they didn't play well, they would find a way to win. and and then in singles, she was usually one of the first people off the court, you know, helping the team get another point. but, I obviously got to talk about Nicole Abel at the number one spot as a freshman. That's, that's a tough job. And, and if you're going to beat Nicole Abel, you're going to have to give her everything you got. And then some players did, but some didn't, but she, she did an amazing job, but it took all
0: 10 ladies and I, I don't want, it took all the whole team to really find that success. So you said a moment ago, you thought this was the best team that you had. You just talked about a couple of girls who are freshmen, which means they will be coming back next year. So that's got to make you excited on uh, what the next season's going to bring, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we do lose Emma Van He, who's been a rock, a foundation of the program. She's graduated out. She had just an amazing season. Her and Nicole Abel in doubles didn't lose a match. I believe, to my knowledge, they were 12-0 and at the end of the year in doubles. And, and they were – I mean, they were really, really strong. And so that's going to be tough. But it gives opportunity for some of the other players. I mean, obviously, I'm recruiting bringing bring some players in. But uh, Caroline Gibbons did an amazing job at the three spot. Got a little injured but came back strong. So uh, everyone everyone really stepped up at the end of the year. I think Callie Billman probably played her best tennis at the end of the season. And I told her after winning the doubles point against Walford, I said, I think that's the most proud I've ever been of you on the court. And she just, she just kept her winning ways.
0: Take us through the Southern Conference tournament. You guys were able to get the win over Wofford. You fell to Furman. Furman had a a fantastic year. But take us uh, take us through the tournament a little bit.
1: Yeah, the, every t- every conference win is a good win, and even a tournament. You know, with only eight eight teams, I mean, the one plays the eight, two plays the seven, so on. So just winning a conference match is really something else. And we knew going into Walford that you know, they were down a player w- when we play them in the regular season. So we knew, and just conference has a feel of its own, right? So we just snuck through that doubles point. We had a couple match points against us. Callie Billman and Coco Balsman were able to come back and win and, and just sneaked out the doubles point, but it took all the ladies. Uh, Callie Billman actually had a match point uh, in the second set to win the match for us. And the other girl was able to win that point. And, I didn't know if Cali was going to come back from that man. She won the next seven out of eleven points, and watching that team run out and jump all over Cali after she won that match—that's why I do what I do for a living, right there. And yeah, but Furman's good. I mean, they're tough, and they're—I mean, they're nationally ranked. They had five wins over Power Five schools, but we were knocking at the door in the semis. Our singles, we were battling and competitive, and and I think that's the closest we've ever been. And the girls really know that. There was a lot of positive energy
0: after that match. How good is the Southern Conference nationally? You
1: know, I, I, I think if, what is there, 32 conferences, it's probably in the top 15 uh, for sure. And, and just a lot of, there's a lot of good coaches in the SOCON, you know, and obviously there's, they have great schools and, and it's a mix of private and public and whatnot, but it's, it's a tough, tough conference. It's only getting stronger. You know, I say this is the best team I think I've had here. I could say the same thing about many of the SOCON schools. This is probably the best they've ever been as well.
0: What are you looking to address now in recruiting? Do you do you try to fill specific needs on your roster? How, how will you approach it this year?
1: I think as, as a women's coach, you're always trying to get, the, obviously, the best player you can to play at the highest position you can, but uh, we've been really successful in doubles, and I just want to take that to the next level. And we have had some nationally ranked doubles wins, and and actually had a team ranked right during the COVID era. But really picking that doubles up another spot is is a big priority of mine. But team chemistry, right? Like just getting the right players to come in and buy into what we're doing, and and because it's a mission, and and I think the women really know
0: that after this season. How important is chemistry when it comes to doubles? You talk about you know wanting to. Uh, you know, kind of keep that momentum going in, in in doubles, but chemistry has to play a huge part in that, right? It's not just about finding talent, but it's about finding the right talent.
1: Yeah, I actually thought I had the doubles teams where I wanted them in January, and we had some success. I mean, we took the doubles with Middle Tennessee State and won that match. We They were good teams, and things started to kind of going away a little bit in February. And I actually, I put Nicole Abel and Emma Van He together. And I also put Callie Billman and Coco Boston. And I really didn't like that doubles teams. I just didn't think it would work and, but they get along great. I thought we'll try it this weekend. And it just went over amazing. And I said, so what do I know? I guess sometimes just, sometimes they like to play with who they like to play with. And, and I think as a coach, maybe you get too much into the details and you know what I mean? And just let them play and let them have fun and let,
0: let's see how it goes. Coaches, we wrap it up here a little bit about what's coming up for your squad. Now, uh, I know you have a, a group. You mentioned Coco. I, I would assume she's going to go home this summer. So, uh, the kind of, uh, what's the itinerary for your guys like between now and, and August?
1: Well, definitely some relaxation, you know. I know that not just myself, but the players are finishing up finals strong. They do a great job in the classroom. I'm always really proud of them. But yeah, a little relaxation, go home, see mom and dad, have some home cooked food, and then you know, around June, let's. I'm sure they'll be playing some tournaments, and you know, there's tournaments all over the world, no matter where you're at. And I, the team, I tell you, after losing that semifinal, they had a look in their eye that I haven't seen too much in my career after a season over, and I think they're motivated to to come in strong and. It's going to be competitive with you know, new recruits coming in and transfers. Like, It's a competitive environment. I think they know that. They're, they're ready for the challenge.
0: Coach, appreciate the time. We will talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Coach Camper giving us some time this week. Glad to visit with him. Also, great to be able to get the chance to visit with Chuck Merzbacher, who talks about his Chattanooga men's tennis team. If you don't mind, let's kind of start with a little bit of a review of of kind of how the uh, how the season went for you guys.
2: Well, I I would say that it's uh, it was a, a a tale of two stories. We had uh, a super super tough schedule, as we talked before, um, and uh, and we weren't always healthy when we played some of the really the toughest teams. But the guys uh, put it all together really uh, for the the socon season and obviously the socon tourney um i'm really proud of them because uh um really really a brutal schedule for them and and i think it did pay off at the end but uh you know it was uh it was it was a tough go um for for them because they just had a, no days off you know really with uh, the, the schedule
0: talk to us about the conference tournament for a little bit you guys were able to get the win over wofford and then you you fell to a, uh, a really good ETSU team, but kind of take us, uh, kind of take us through those, those two matches.
2: Well, yeah, Wofford and, um, the Mocs, we've always had really a good rivalry. It's hard fought, a lot of, um, similarities. A lot of these guys have played each other in the juniors. Um, so, uh, just, uh, always a good competitive, hard match and, uh, probably the best doubles point that I have ever been a part of. We were really in trouble. Um, and, uh, came back down, uh, really five, one at number one doubles after getting, um, third doubles and losing it two, And, and coming back and winning seven, six, um, in the tie and, uh, in the tiebreaker, it was huge momentum boost. Um, but probably really one of the best doubles points I've ever been a part of. It was just just clutch tennis uh, clutch returns and serves and guys got it done give us a one zero lead going into singles. And, uh, and then we've just played great singles. Uh, you know, we got the, got the four one win. So, um, but it was, it was a really, you know, and, and since I've been here, we haven't, we haven't won in uh, a match in the, in the tournament. Um, just, you know, it's, uh, it was a huge lift for the guys and then uh, going on to play in a team that we've played well against uh, in the second round.
0: Is it safe to say? Uh, and again, this comes from, from following you guys from afar. Do you feel like this team got better? You were a much better team in March than you were in January.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I think the guys credit them just uh, realizing that they were playing a tough competition, and and the goal was to get better and then to be ready for you know the SoCon season and the tournament. So, you know for sure these guys. They they were tested tough. Um, you could tell. You know, we really probably the only team that really pushed ETSU um, in the regular season and in the in the tournament. You know, these uh, uh, the tough schedule paid off, and we went up against them. They have super good players at every spot, but um, we weren't we weren't afraid, and we were ready to go go get them. And I was really proud of the guys. And you're right. Just uh, just constant improvement, and I really credit the kids on that.
0: Who was the most improved? Do you have one or two guys you want to single out in terms of what they were, um, the improvement they were able to make over the course of this season?
2: Well, I would say Simon LeBay playing, uh, at number three, really had a great run, uh, this spring. And, and, uh, he really found his stride and, and really won some big matches. He was locked at the three spot. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there were days when he was just the best player on the court on all the courts. And I think he did a great job. He's coming back next year. We're excited. And, and uh, he, he had a great, a great run. I'd say um, Jordan McClure out of tunnel Hill um, uh, last year as a freshman, really didn't play much and, and became a starter and fl- locked down the five spot. And then a guy named Ryan Moodry, a freshman at six, um, you know, held down that spot. The, the guys that wanted two, Tomas and Kareem, they, they, they're veterans and, and they had, they had what we expect from them, but we had some guys really step up and, and, you know, those are the guys I mentioned and, and uh, it helped at the end of the year.
0: You have two seniors on this team. Is that correct?
2: We have four, four guys that graduated. So we, we, we lose Tomas Rodriguez and we'll move on and grad He's going to go to grad school at uh, Tennessee. And then, um, we lose a guy named Jacob Marshall from Bristol and then we lose Kaisei Kuroki who was mainly a doubles player um, for us and a guy named Bo Nash um, who, um, who was uh, um, really helped quite a bit Um didn't play as much but just really what a great kid and he, he really uh, one of the best practice guys and teammates you could want. So we lose, we lose some guys but I think we can uh, we can replace them and and be even better next year.
0: Tomas is, I mean, he has been such kind of a cornerstone and a and a mainstay for this program over the last couple of years. Uh, what has he meant to you guys? What has he meant to Chattanooga tennis during the time that he's been here?
2: Well, I think you judge, you know, each player on the impact they have. Uh, Tomas made a huge impact in practice. He made an imp- impact in the matches enthusiasm and, and his will to, to always work on his game um, and he was, a, he was a good leader and a good teammate you know he just we're really going to miss the guy he's a great guy that he, he really um, did everything he could um, for the mocks and and uh, um, you know we've, we've got some a good core coming back and they know that they need to all step up and but uh, he'll be sorely missed and and uh, but he has he has no regrets he's he really had such a wonderful career here um and uh we're, we're very proud of him.
0: you talk about guys having to step up to fill the shoes of these four guys that are are leaving tell me a little bit about the guys that are coming back and just kind of your expectations for them going into next year
2: well uh kareem hyatt was our number two guy and he's he is Absolutely. one of the most talented guys I've ever worked with. And, and I think his, he's, he's shown some real strong consistency out there. And, um, I'm excited for his, his really his fifth year um, with us. And, and then Simon LeBay, at, um, who had, like I said, had w- what a tremendous year, singles and doubles. And uh, this guy, Peyton Gotti, as we've talked about, is probably one of the best athletes I've ever uh, been able to coach. And he's, you know, obviously had a great doubles, run and then he got his singles game going which i'm super proud of and um and then jordan mcclure who probably had uh one of my hardest working guys had great summer last summer just powered through and had a a great fall and then spring and and uh so those guys are 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 real solid and then from columbus ohio we have ryan mudre who who really earned the spot at the number six spot And was um i wouldn't call him automatic at six but he was really darn good there and um, and he'll, I think he'll slip into the double. So I think the core is good um, and the recruiting class is good. So I, I, I feel like we will be a better team. Um, and, and I'm excited for that. So I think it's, uh, it's going to be a, the future is bright and, and these guys get a chance to step up, but they're really good players. So I, I know they will.
0: What is your challenge to these guys now over the next couple of months while they are? away from chattanooga and, uh, and away from you as far as that goes
2: yeah well, we'll have a few guys let stay in the summer which we'll be i'll be able to work with but um you know we just we i, I feel like we're the team that needs to, to to dethrone the bucks you know i i feel like we're the team to do it and and that was the charge at the end of the season you know when it was over as we're the ones that need to do it, and um we're hosting the conference tournament the next three more years and and we need to take advantage of that and um so um, they're all on a mission i mean they're they um finish so strong and they they know what they're they know what they're dealing with and and what they got to do to to hold up the trophy so I'm excited for them
0: how much competitive tennis will these guys play between now and when you, uh, you see them all together again in August?
2: I think most of these guys will probably get in five tournaments this summer. Um, and then around, uh, you know, where they're, where they're based, um, uh, in training, they'll probably get at least five tournaments in and, and, uh, you know, we're, Guys that are staying Atlanta, Atlanta's close by. There's a lot of great tournaments there, and obviously Chattanooga will host a couple of tournaments. So um, it's you know they'll they'll be working hard and 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 uh, physically they'll be you know doing their do, doing their lifts and training and and uh, you know so that's I'm excited. Well, these guys don't go really go away um, and 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 not stay in touch with their game and and get in shape. They're they're always working on them on their games and they're and being as strong as they can be. So I'm not too worried about them.
0: Coach, always good to catch up with you. Appreciate the time. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you again
2: soon. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate your time.
0: Well, appreciate Coach Merzbacher and Coach Camper for giving us some time. Thanks to you for being with us this week as well. Appreciate Ann Wehunt in the Chattanooga Sports Information Office for helping coordinate these interviews and to our producer Tate Johnson for making all of this happen. Thanks to you for joining us as well. By the way, don't forget... Subscribe, rate, review, Mox on the Mic. We appreciate your five-star ratings. Leave us a review, and as always, tell a friend uh, about the show. We are available on all the podcast platforms. Until next time, so long, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.